it again. No consequence, I would do it again. Lord knows. Drop it down. And now drop the garden bad bad in the ground. Mindless self-indulgence. Wonderful song. Uh, breaking news, I guess. You guys all probably have already heard, seen many, many memes about it. The Biden administration has bombed Syria. America is back! Let's fucking go! <laughs> what else? Childish Gambino got on? it half right. He just didn't yeah. include the bombing of every country in the entire world. <laughs> I'm glad that all... Look... I don't know what you guys voted for, but I know what I voted for. <laughs> I had no caring about $2,000 stimulus checks building this economy back at all. I didn't care about health care. I didn't care about education. I cared about the bombs. <laughs> Build back better. <laughs> Build bombs better. God bless America. God bless America. I don't know if those pictures were real of the, uh, uh, the uh, you know, fighters, the bombers being uh, armed with with missiles with like, uh, like a BLM flag on it, something like that. I have no idea. Let's look that up before <laughs> BLM. I, I saw a, a meme about that where it was like Trump aircraft and it was like Biden aircraft and it was the same aircraft but one with like a. Uh, LGBTQ plus flag, and then the other one was like, it's I, definitely not real. It's something not, animation. I I don't know. I haven't seen any real images. God, that'd be so. Maybe awesome if it was based off of something real. I think it is so fake. I I, I saw the be. picture. It just looked so. It looked real. It it looked, um, it looked very real. Um, but God, amazing, and I love. Look, and everyone, everyone is like. Dude, I love the con- I love like I-, I TikTok is going off. It's so funny. I saw someone was like uh, I saw this meme where it was like uh, someone was uh, 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 like going through a conversation with someone. They're like, yeah, I don't I don't really think the Republicans represent us. And then they're like, I don't believe the Democrats represent us. And the other person's going, yeah, because they want them to say that that's why they're a communist or that's why they're a socialist. And they go, that's why I'm a centrist. And they go, oh, and that <laughs> is infuriating. <laughs> and it's funny. But in the comments, it said, and that's why I don't vote. And then with like the fucking slapping face emoji. And it's like, they're like, one side is definitely better than the other. I'm like, that's why we're in this situation. Because <laughs> of that thought process that, right there. You right there. You are. It's a, it's amazing. I look, look. Um, when you only see war hawks and criminals on the ballot, you know exactly who you're voting for. And I know what I vote for. <laughs> I hate voting. I probably will never vote in an election ever again. Um, no, I did never, not, it's not going to get better. From I didn't have any. The fuck? No. <laughs> well, like, what? I didn't, and it's amazing. I love how TikTok's like a big fight over like uh, uh, people like defending China and then talking about like American imperialism. It's like, what the fuck? You, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so boring. A lot it's of like double think going on out there. Lots of double think going on out there. A lot there. of like, like cognitive dissonance. You know, people are like, yeah, there is a lot of uh, division in our country, but I'm still going to fight for my side until I die. Yeah. Uh, uh, lots of division like, in our country. Lots of division in our country, but I'm still going to pay $19,000 a semester to go to private school. <laughs> <laughs> like that's they're like we, hey it works what are we talking about here <laughs> yeah they're like not ourselves no it's like these it's it's so ironic look i love people who fight for what's right you should fight for what's right 
Thing but you just can know when for. know when you're embarrassing yourself. That's all I gotta say. Don't be a fucking don't be a fucking uh, defender of China. Do you? They, they people really believe that 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 China is not in, imperialistic. It's amazing. It's 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 honestly so impressive that um uh that people can have both those opinion, opinions. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. They don't. They ignore what's going on in Africa. They ignore what happened in Sri Lanka. They ignore uh, Tibet. Mongolia, um, they ignore, um, you know, North Korea, what that really is for China, right? Uh, they ignore what's going on in the South China Sea. They ignore that uh, 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 almost uh, China owns like 80% of the water supply in Australia. I mean, Australia is the testing ground for Chinese imperialism, and no one cares. Hey, I don't give a shit either. Look, I don't care. I, look, I just wish ever, if we're going to ignore all the bullshit, then ignore all of it. Why are we playing... Who the fuck is going on TikTok and defending China? How bored? How bored are you? It's, dude, the pandemic has hit people so hard over the head they think they're Chinese. It's amazing. I'm like, look, it's people like, <laughs> look, dude. There's no not weeaboos for Japan. It's weeaboos for China now. What's going on? People are like reading reading uh, Mark's theory and then they're learning Mandarin. Like, what's going on? Where does that? How it goes? What's the first step and then that's the second step? What is going on, dude? Fuck. Uh, both uh, two very ever. difficult things to even try to learn. First dude, of all, both of them. Dude, the Jordan Pearson is the beginning of the alt right pipeline. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, I've seen this. If people think that Jordan Peterson's the the beginning of the alt right pipeline, then Karl Marx is uh, 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 d- to start defending Chinese imperialism or yeah. to be a weeaboo for China. So odd. So odd. How it's amazing. I love. I personally, and a lot of these people who are doing this are are white, mind you. A lot of these people. Uh, are, just about all of them. <laughs> almost all of them. My favorite part about this is. Um, there is a group of of white progressive progressive white leftists, and in this case, they are in the same boat, who are fighting to end the idea of culture, while simultaneously there are people of color that are fighting to preserve whatever they have left. Yeah, <laughs> those cannot <laughs> work together. Same team, like no. Okay. Like, well, well. Hey, hey, hey. Right, because in the at, we're at the point where as long as you're not on a particular team, you're on the same team, even if none of your things correlate with each other. I don't whatsoever. know. A lot, a lot of people. It's like, oh, you're not on a team. You must not be on my team then. Oh yeah. Or it's like, or it's like, I assume you're not on my team because you don't want to say what you really think therefore you're not choosing a side it's amazing dude I which don't is kind of true because say you like have opinions that like you don't know how to you're against us yes it's like that kind of mentality but it's a lot of the time it's just because you you realize that you don't have a full account of what's really going on in the world it's and, amazing and telling somebody who believes that they do have a full accounting therefore they can make an opinion and choose a side Telling them that is like talking to is it's speaking on like blind ears like it's not or it's blind ears deaf ears it's not my worth your time. My favorite part is watching fourteen year olds, fifteen year olds, uh, like like freshmen, sophomores in college talk about yeah I I was this and then I read theory and then I realized I was a communist. I'm like you hate the elite class yet you can't tell me how they even operate. Most people are gonna start with well they oppress workers and they hoard all the money. That's not it. 
like that's part of it. That's not how all of this works. It's impressive to me. It's like we're gonna take down the establishment. Okay, how does the establishment even work? Mm-hmm. They're like, well, we're just gonna kill everybody. I'm like, you go to a private school. <laughs> In order yeah. to figure out how it works, you have to realize how you've been tricked. And yeah. that's and that's and part of that trickery is to believe that it's that simple as the money and the power. It's and I- maybe the race. It, it, it's not that simple. It's ironic because obviously a lot of a lot of leftists will talk about how China's not really communist. Is, and fine, I'm, look, I'm at least educated enough to know that there's a lot of branches of the leftist ideology. I do know that, um, you know, we've done a lot of things of Venezuela and Cuba, you know, with sanctions of, of unfairly treating them that, you know, probably Venezuela might be fine if we never sanctioned them. I'm not on that level. I'm not a, like, dude, you know what I mean? I'm not a right winger. I'm not no. a right winger. You know, like the thing, what I like, I like guns. I think we should keep our right to bear guns because I do believe that gun rights are workers' rights. Uh-oh. Damn right. How dare I? But, however, um, most leftists I know have never worked in a with the working class a day in their life. Like what we consider the working class. It's really weird because uh, the difference between the white collar and the blue collar now, it's like are people who work at uh, Citibank the working class? Maybe they are. And some people would say, yes. Yeah, what do we consider working class? It's different. Things it's are different changing. It's, it's not like just steel mill. When I think about it, I still think about people. Right now, I think about people who are working in warehouses, which is a lot of fucking people. Mm-hmm. And they are shit jobs. They're bad. I think of the people who work at Amazon. I think of that as the working class. If you work in an office building and you probably have health insurance, yeah, you could probably get paid more, but you're probably all right. You're probably all mm-hmm. right. You're right. You know what I mean? You're not yeah. breaking your body every day work. You know what I mean? And and me and you well, on Amazon, have yeah. worked in a lot of blue, have worked in some blue collar places. Mm. Most of them do not agree with what's going on on TikTok. <laughs> no. I mean, the shit that we hear and all these jobs. <laughs> well, you want to talk about intersectionality? That's what that is. Yeah, you, you talk about intersectionality. You talk about like what plays into whether or not somebody's going to believe that, and they're in a working class position. Oh yeah, it their generation plays a role into it. Their race plays a role into it. Their gender plays a role. Their, uh, uh, I guess, their economic situation thus far, depending on how old they are. Like, if they're forty years old and they're like a manager at say Qdoba or something like that, and that's where they got in their life, and that's not okay for them. Like they didn't, they didn't mm-hmm. want that. They didn't plan on being the manager that play, of Cudoba. That's that's the culmination of all those intersections, and then that manifests into something that, I mean, odds are they're not going to be like up in arms. They're mostly defeated. A lot of people feel defeated, and and sometimes they can, they can, uh, I guess they can rationalize it in a way where they're not like, and they're not suffering. I just, <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I just wish, I just wish we. Look, we don't have a unified front in any of this. It's re- no. it, and you know what? That's the plan. Look, as much as people don't want to um, admit it, China's not a good place. You can talk bad about America all you want. I think the America has done atrocious things. Oh, the door has been open. My door for that has been open for a long time. Um, but as much as you might not want to admit this, uh, the Western world is trying to be more like China. It is. It is trying to be more authoritarian. 
it wants to uh, con- ha- defend the the upper class as much as possible. The marriage of of the uh, elite class, these capitalists, and the government. And uh, most people don't know the role. Uh, it's like people don't know the role of 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 um, blackmail, sex trafficking, literally human trafficking that plays a role in the elite class. It's amazing. I think it's hilarious. I, it's bad. All of it's really bad. But the fact that no one even like, dude, the mm. fact that people unironically are like the genocide of, of the the uyghur muslims in china is a cia op but then also don't believe in like any of the jeffrey epstein stuff hilarious ha hilarious conundrum it's so Confusion. funny it is so i mean that's funny i mean that's yeah really funny it, it's yeah. like Oh, so they can do one thing they can't do. Okay, hold on. Let me just get this straight. If genocide is your bar, <laughs> then everything underneath that is pr- like, look, we never talked about 9-11 on this podcast. Yes, we don't. Well, not seriously. Well, kind of, not, not but seriously. Here about this one. People are like, well, saying that the U.S. government either let or crashed planes into uh, its own buildings, which there's a lot of interesting there's a really good doc. <laughs> Lots of docs you can you can that are very good that mm-hmm. are true. Yeah. The New Pearl Harbor is one the of them. The New Pearl Harbor. Please watch that. It will make you go, huh? Interesting, right? Um, if most of, if uh, a lot of these people talk about how the American education system is a big propaganda machine, they say we committed genocide to people. I'm like, okay, if genocide's your bar, then crashing planes in the building and killing thousands of people is pretty. About ten rings down. <laughs> it's ten rings. What? And that was twenty years ago. That's a conspiracy. You need to stop spreading conspiracy theories. That's dangerous. Like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that genocide's on the table. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what? How? You know what? Th- that's that's amazing to me. You're. I think to be clear, what you're saying is that the people who would say you're spreading conspiracy theories that have no have no weight to them. That do have weight to them. No, the, what they're yes, what they'd yes. be saying, yeah. But at the in the same breath, saying that that it's completely plausible that they're committing genocides out here, out out there, that they're or even in their own country, or in their I'm own country, like Native American, right? Or slavery. If slavery mm-hmm. and genocide is on the list, mm-hmm. imagine if slavery was a conspiracy at some point. Can you imagine? Uh, it literally. It, okay. To do, be fair, do people go there? Do people it go is that a conspiracy. Far? No, no, no. Not like, not like. Like it was a cons- the slave. Not like the people 1800s. conspired to. Commit. I'm talking about there is a, a conspiracy of sla- slavery right now. It's called mm. sex trafficking, and people li- oh. don't believe it, and it's real. It's impressive. It, it, mm. It's, it's amazing. I mean, I I don't think. I I just I. It's a problem of people are very invested in comfort and the material world and they get on TikTok and talk about socialism and it's like, buddy, you are another cog. You probably won't ever break out. And if you pick a good, hey, hey, fucking all the people that you get mad about, you know, it's like you're going to just, if you go out there with a gun, you're going to die a lone wolf. And that's what the media is going to paint you as. You're going to die a lone wolf. None of your beliefs are going to be represented properly. Nope. No, it would never happen. When you want you want to talk about about a real socialistic idea or even like postmodern idea is that there's so much going on in the world right now and in the past 20 years that people our age have been alive that that's all we have the ability to th- 
to center our attention on mm-hmm. and think about and talk about. Well, it's like wisdom. It's idea of wisdom. Kind of like well, no, I'm, what I'm saying is like, it's like the spectacle. You know, there's that, there's that, there's that uh, uh, postmodern idea of the spectacle. Mm-hmm. There was actually a book. I can't remember the author, but you know, I haven't read too much, too much from that exact book, but from what I've heard, from what I've read in content uh, surrounding it is that, there's a sort of performance going on and that's kind of the essence of society and that's what keeps us motivated to partake in it to participate that's what keeps us motivated to stay current on ideas or mm-hmm. stay current on the issues when in fact all of these issues in this belief system are fabricated and dramatized to oh. a, com- a complete extent oh my god yeah down to the level of uh the family to like so division within like one of the smallest units mm-hmm. one of the, one of the s- oldest the oldest unit uh that's that's the basis of it is that there that we're we're not just part of like a machine you know we're not just part that's just you know the cliche but it is we're not just part of a big machine and we're not just a cog in it we're in another in an anal- in, in a different kind of metaphor we're uh both the audience and the actors in a play that's the idea mm-hmm. of that spectacle. We're we're in such an interesting uh a part we're in such an interesting area of um of social discussion. There's people I, I'm friends with. It's fine. I disagree with them. But they believe like that like we shouldn't have the idea of private property. And whatever. You can believe that. It ain't going away anytime soon. That's fine. It's interesting to talk about at least. I think it is. And, but I I this is a very uh it's just strange because again the fact that you have to make such um what's the word you have to you have to you know say the difference between these ideologies because they will be a lot of people will be like no these don't intersect with each other or they do but they don't intersect here like the idea of like um democrats and liberals and then what the actual idea of what liberalism is in, um, you know, political thought, right, is mm-hmm. different. And then from progressives and regressives and leftists and tankies and Maoists and Leninists and Trotskyists and Stalinists, all these things, Marxists, right? It's um, someone made a good point to saying like uh, one of the dangerous things about like Antifa is just the fact that they all are leftists, but they all are such different leftists that if they really were to get control of the government, they wouldn't know what to do. They would be in the same infighting that we're in right now. It's an interesting mm-hmm. thought. Um, look, there's no uh, unified front to change this country at the moment. I don't think there will be. And, I, and because of that, because I don't think there will be, I step back and I only laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I just laugh because to me, it's just a big look. I'm not an anarchist. <laughs> I'm not an anarchist. I've read some anarcho-primitive philosophy books. And a lot of people probably just groaned. That's okay. If you know about that, that's fine. I'm not an an—I'm not an anarcho-primitive. I find it an interesting philosophy. You know, Daniel Quinn's Ishmael is a beautiful book that I believe everyone should read. Beautiful book. Um, you know, against the story, against Leviathan, hard book to read, but it's a, it's a little boring, but it's an interesting take on things. And obviously, Ted Kaczynski, 
anti-Semitic revolution. You know, those those books are crazy. And it's just like um, not, not ludicrous crazy. They're astounding. They're, they're very like, odd. You're like, where did this come from? And this is where I, I, I this is where I stand on a lot of this. You will not have and I think this is where even anarcho primitives got it wrong. And I think it's interesting because you could probably draw some uh, interesting uh, lines between, uh, you know, Marxism, Marxist communist and anarcho primitivism. This idea of denying uh, religion borders the the state, mm-hmm. right? Being a a, a uh, collective the right idea of civilization, like denying all those right. ideas. Anarcho primitivism has a lot of more, you know, uh, freedom, complete denial of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, denial of, but, evo- of evolution but one of. thing that they really got wrong and I think this is what uh, uh, more like modern leftists are, are talking about now that they're trying to sort out is the progression of technology what are we going to do when AI gets really good and literally can replace all our jobs what are we going to go do when tech can do everything um, are the rich going to go well hey we can produce everything with robots we are the elite we're here for a reason they believe in eugenics and they do they do they think you're less human than them for not being as rich um, are they going to go hey let's kill all the people now we don't need all these people running around or are they going to just let you have your per- are they going to just give you permission to live cuz you we need to legitimately start talking about a post human world because you are not going to have Marxism unless you take the things that keep us separated out of our brains. Because being tribal is biologically within us. All right, that's what mm-hmm. you know. And right, I, f- I believe that like white pri- privilege is the is like a social form of trying to get rid of that. However, if anything, it's accidentally enforcing more tribalism. You know what I mean? We're we're very separate, and some people will say, "Well, no, uh, this is a time where there's uh, the most discussion about race in this country ever," and that's fine. I would agree. I think there's a lot of white people. Uh, I think there's a lot of people involved with making things better for everybody, right? But you cannot deny that there's a lot of groups who are fed up, that don't trust the system, they don't trust each other. I mean, I follow a black segregationist on TikTok because I think it's funny. He's a real black segregationist. He believes in like Pan-Africa, stuff like that, like making a Pan-African society with only black people. He's against like race mixing and all this stuff. Interesting. Look, look, interesting times. Yeah. It's interesting times. Um, more and more people are becoming radicalized. And, and that word is changing. What yes. What means is changing. There's, there's the FBI's definition. And then there's everybody's own personal definition based on what side of the spectrum yeah, they're on politically. The FBI, the Biden administration, the FBI administration, or the FBI has has really made radicalization anything that's anti the establishment. It's anti dangerous. It's very anti government. Whitney Webb just posted an article about it. It's extremely dangerous, and people should be upset, but no one really cares. No one's going to really talk about it because guess no, what? Nobody follows Whitney uh, Webb. First of all, uh, I'll, even though if the left. Uh, uh, again, a lot of leftists will go, well, we want this, but I'm going to put my things aside and vote for Joe Biden. Whatever. Just don't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. And don't get mad if someone doesn't vote. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, hey, what are you going to say? Hi, how about your friend who didn't want to vote but said that they would though they would vote for Joe Biden and then you shame them because they didn't do it and now he bombed Syria. Mm-hmm. Now <laughs> and, we're back to square one. Hey, so much for that, you fucko. And they're like, well, the alternate was way worse. Eh. Was it? Was it? 
Oh, no, no. And, and someone will say, well, Donald Trump was putting kids in cages. They're still in the cages. <laughs> They're still in the cages. What are you talking about? This is a, this is a, this is how, this is how I would describe a lose-lose situation. <laughs> <laughs> And, and a lot of people look. There was a there was a study done that said that uh, one of the biggest fears right now of the Democratic Party is the Republican Party. Very bad, very mm. dangerous. People like uh, there's a lot of people who believe like oh if you're if you're someone who's voting for Republican you're putting your hat in with Nazis. It's like if you really do talk to people who are who are um, just voting for Donald Trump because they believe that he's going to like and they're wrong enforce more like Christian traditionalism. <laughs> You know what I mean? They're not throwing their hat in with the Nazis. No. Th- because for them, if they're older, their dads killed Nazis in a war. And they don't even think that that's a possibility in the United States. And don't get me wrong, there's some ignorance there. But look, I'm not saying that Donald Trump isn't racist. I, I imagine beside, behind closed doors he's and even outdoors, he said some very, very questionable things. And I'm very... Yeah. Look, I'm not defending him. I'm. I don't want to defend him. I'm just saying, like, uh, you literally the the differences is someone who's just outwardly about it and someone who isn't. That's the two choices. They both did heinous things. The people who think that we're safer because Biden the Biden administration is in play, you're wrong. You're crazy. You're crazy because guess what's never coming down that fucking fence around the Capitol. It's never coming down. They're gonna take the guns. They're coming. It's coming. And all you leftists on TikTok, you're going to go, this is why you should really pick up this book and read about theory. And then they're going to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Face the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to drop them. And that's what's going to happen. Gonna, it is, hey, hey, guess what? Forget about it. Forget <laughs> it. Hey, forget about it. Forget about it. it. It's a beautiful day. It's warming up. Who gives a fuck? Have a nice day. Live you your life. What? Put yeah. this shit behind you. Watch it. Stop I, watching. I observe it. I think it's funny. And I laugh at you when you get mad. If you, if your intention of watching it is so that you can feel like, so you can feel that judgment that you know you're going to make on whatever it is that you're engaging with on online, then put the phone down. Get, yep. rid, get rid of the app. Uh, get your priorities straight. Go talk to your mother. You know, go yeah, go 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 yeah. spend some time with somebody who uh, who's wanted to see you. Yeah, can you, you know? please find some people who love you for the for the love of God? Can you take a God? Can please, you, and you and you know they're out there, and text them back for all real you, quick. Yeah, for all you people who don't believe in God, just do it for yourself. Yeah, for sake. like it's ridiculous. Like, look, hey, <laughs> people need self help books to find out where they need to get a job. <laughs> Is this good a job part two? <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. Everyone, good, no, no. This is this is a this is good a life. This is good a life. Find the people who you fucking love and make those relationships better. Put the phone down. Joe Biden is not your dad. He'll be the one putting a boot in your mouth, but he's not your dad, right? Look, it's fine. People are crying over politics. Put it down. Put it down. Escape to the jungle. They're playing in. They're playing into it. Don't look. Don't I think, it, but again, again, some people are gonna think, well, should we not be upset about some of these issues? Yeah, you. Sh- there is some. There's issues that you should be like, duh. Yeah, they're bad. Like systematic racism is bad. Duh. And I know. So- I I hate how I have to clarify that. Yeah. But look. Put it down. Put it down. 
make some of your own goddamn opinions about it, or at least, or talk to, or like talk to some people that you actually care about their opinions. Yeah, like you don't care about the opinions of people on TikTok. They just agree with you. Yeah. Or they really disagree with you and you love that. And when there's real people in your life who disagree with you, don't cut their head off. Yeah. Don't bite don't bite their fucking heads off. How about actually do some real activism? How about be active in your community? I'm just saying that, uh, uh, you know, the the most activism that we do is that we try to support local artists with this podcast. That's one of our big that. goals on here. Uh, we, we love the art scene here and we want to promote it. We want to help people get their get their voices out there. Yeah, we're not a big podcast. We're not a big platform. Who the fuck cares? Maybe if they get big, you know, fucking if they blow up, people are going to find this podcast and go, man, I, they're really personal. I like them. I want to know more about them. And that matters. We need to be more personal. People, people like. It it is hey it is what it is. People like the Black Mirror. <laughs> fucking weirdos. <laughs> like go watch Big Mouth. <laughs> you fucking sociopath. Fucking pedophile. <laughs> fucking disgusting. Now He's they're gonna get to join the club. The guys with Big Mouth. <laughs> Look. What do you mean they're in the club? Look. <laughs> Why do you go watch more Cobra Kai? You fucking <laughs> degenerate. <laughs> disgusting what's wrong with you look i like cobra kai but when i watch it i feel gross what the fuck <laughs> am i doing it's a du- dude it's the most my mom watched it and she's like i couldn't stand 10 minutes of it i'm like that's the point <laughs> so does it look it's it's just consume I, maybe hey maybe i'm wrong maybe you should all be consuming more Dude, maybe you should go on IMDb and see why they put Avengers Endgame above like three Quentin Tarantino's movies. <laughs> on the top 100 list. <laughs> on the top 100 list. Movies of all time yeah. in the world Aven- in the history of 200 years of movies. They put Infinity War and Endgame next to each other at like 51 and 52. Yikes. If you needed to know that no, this yeah, country is coming to a downfall. <laughs> what like They put a circus act on the top 100 movies of all time. I thought of like 10 movies that weren't on that list. Mm. And then I just kept thinking how every Lord of the Rings movie is on there. I'm like, it's, I get it. I get it. But like most of the Star Wars movies are on there too. At least it was none of the new ones. Let's talk about something really embarrassing. Any of those new Star Wars. You didn't see. Which ones did you see? I saw the first one. I think I saw that in theaters. Actually, I saw one with my family. I have to be honest. When I saw the first one, I was really giddy. Because yeah, it was I was like, like wow, oh, maybe I could get into Star Wars a little bit. It was bit. my generation Star Wars. Yeah. That's what it felt like. And when that first, the first horn hit, you're like, fuck, yeah. yes, it's it's here. John Williams. And, and then, then it was. Yeah. And, and then, then the second one happened. <laughs> I I remember you were like, just watch the second one. See how bad it is. And I got, I think, it's probably like a two hour movie. I got like. It's long. It's long. I got probably like an hour and 10 minutes into it. And then I fell asleep. On the couch, it's so bad because I couldn't follow it. It's could, so boring. And then I was, then you guys went to go see the third one or something, and I was like, uh, I don't want to do that. I was reading some list who put the second one, which is not the second one; it's the eighth one, in like the top five yeah, of the new trilogy. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, what? It's just so Disneyfied. I don't like. I didn't want Star Wars to be Avengers. And yeah. fucking Ray is That's just such an. Uh, they're all uninteresting characters. A lot of them are very, very, very boring. They're like even if you watch like the original trilogy, it's like, it's really corny at times, and the CGI is 
very bad, but it's like Anakin is an interesting character in that movie, mm-hmm. in those movies. All of them. All of them are even like more supporting characters, male and female and, and alien and everything. Like they have like compelling the original motives trilogy. and it's and it's cool in that way. Yeah, and the original trilogy wrote actual he Lucas wrote characters. Yeah. You well, because it was him. It wasn't Disney. I don't know. I can't remember the names of the people who wrote the new ones. J.J. Abrams wrote, wrote wrote the seventh one. That was a That's big. That's probably deal. why it was a, it was yeah. a little better than the other ones. Well, the, they He's had cooler. to come back with a bang. They had to yeah. get everybody in there, and it was cool. However, however, no one's not admitting that it's almost exactly like the original the trilogy. Yeah. Like almost exactly, it's a big Death Star. They blow it up. Well, you know, it's a big formula, but you want to talk about a Disney movie that doesn't follow the formula is Soul. We haven't talked about Soul yet, dude. That was a beautiful movie. I, I oh. hope everybody watches Soul. I mean, I saw a funny thing that said this is the greatest animated movie that doesn't look animated. <laughs> because yeah. New York looks just like a real place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. The way that it actually uses music more than just like uh like a time for a song. Oh, the character has a speech. Let's make it a song. That's so good. And pivotal moment for the character, let's ruin it by making it a song. This movie used actual moments of intimate dialogue. Oh my god. To move this character into the next phase. That's barely a kids movie. Yeah, I I mean, I think the yeah. most kid thing about it is just like the little blue things that run around. Right. Eye candy, but well. it's 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 interesting. Okay, um, I mean a little bit. I mean that is what that term is. That's usually for like, it's like a kind of sexist term. It's usually like, oh yeah, she's kind of like she's kind of like eye candy or like it's arm candy catching. or whatever. It's eye catching. It's but pretty. It's like it's sweet. It's um, it's a beautiful movie. Talk. It just tackles real shit. Like yeah. Fucking death. Dealing with death. Finding your purpose. What is life? What's enjoying mm-hmm. life and what's finding love in the little things? I mean, it was awesome. I, I mm-hmm. really, God, I mean, that movie was beautiful. It's be, it's. I, I think it's probably going to be one of Pixar's greatest movies ever made, if not yeah. the best one they've ever made. I mean, a lot of people talk about how Wally is amazing. Wally is, is good. amazing. Wally's good because it's like real. It is real problems. In a fun kids movie too, the app, the environment of 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 that is awesome. But God, Soul is beautiful. It's real. It's it's talking about dealing with like what family and jazz, and, and it's like interesting enough. Like it was a movie of almost all uh, all the people who were in it were all black, mm-hmm. and it was like it was like natural. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like. It was in a real, it was historically in re- accurate environment. Yes, it was, c- and it culturally was like, accurate. They were like talking about like like in the part where his dad, when they go to the jazz club, and they're like, "We need to appreciate black improvised music." And it was jazz, and it's like, yeah, that's cool. It was a cool movie. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's a cool window into things like that. It's like, it, it's like a, it's it's a movie that talks about race and and family and death and the afterlife and where we came from and. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean like conscious and you know, that's the weirdest part about where it kind of gets a little, uh, 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 I wouldn't say postmodern, but just like tackles those things of like the self and, mm-hmm. um, you know, when she, she trades bodies with him and he's in the cat and he's in her, but she has all his memories, but she also has her memories, but she also has like, 
her understanding of the world in a sense it's very weird yeah he's tricky he is he is like he in the cat is like her replacement of a subconscious like he is her voice in her head and she is like i can't remember what uh, the uh, the difference between like the id and the ego and the super ego is or the super id but super ego id and the ego i know one is like complete uh uh is one is absolute um primal emotions or just like it's probably id i can't remember but it's like it's like she is just like doing whatever all the time and she's just doing what Mm -hmm. she wants it's like there's no um there's no uh she doesn't have any filter of of life because she is kind of uh um she hasn't had a real literally a real world experience she's only experienced life like the little character who who uh, is like one of the little souls you know i was only experienced life before life quote and it's all imaginary in a weird way Mm -hmm. and she um has no experience with the real world so she she is that's what's really crazy about that movie is what would you do if every experience you ever had was gone and you were an adult just placed in the world what would you do you don't even know Mm-hmm. where the start i mean she had a little bit of bias towards hating being on earth but she just kind of did whatever she did and he acted as the um filler i mean that's what's weird about the movie is that it it changes it switches the perspective of somebody who has lived life and someone who hasn't at all and he gets put on mm-hmm. the back burner to view someone who's never experienced life before he gets to literally see it from like the beginning, and he and he's looking at himself too. He's following himself around, yes. and he's seeing everything happen to him. And he's like, "Why does this happen to me? Why do I do that?" You know what they did though? That movie is they took one of the ideas that Disney has kind of always used, and that's there's the human character, and then there's the animus. There's like an animal or an insect character mm-hmm. who acts as either their conscious. Or one of the id ego super ego characters, Pinocchio, Pinocchio and the, the cricket. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They um, they did Princess that, but the they frog. Princess and the Frog. They 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 flipped it. Yes. Where they they literally imagine doing that at the time of Pinocchio. <laughs> that would be doing be what too they did. Much. Yeah, it would blow people's but heads off. God, it's I mean, everyone should watch Soul. It's a it's a movie that is good for you to watch. Mm-hmm. Grab a loved one, grab loved one, sit down and watch that movie, and you'll be like, wow. That was a beautiful experience, and it feels yeah. good to, you know, maybe you you sit down after you're watching, man, maybe I should live life a little bit. Maybe I should, you know, and, and maybe people are forgetting that. It's weird that some people need reminders to live life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And maybe there's a lot of, I mean, again, there's a lot of things I think get in the way of trying to live life, you know, uh, you the financial status, your place in the world, but you watch and you go, man, I got to get out there. Yeah. I got to get out there. Dude, I was thinking about that today. I was like, I was thinking about like, what really are the barriers in society and life that prevent a, like a, like that prevents you from like loving somebody fully or meeting and connecting with anybody. Mm -hmm. And that's, those barriers are, like everything about society Mm -hmm. and that's weird to me and i'm 
the the kind of conundrum that I'm in is that it's almost like some of those barriers existed so that we could earn the experience of trying to see somebody for who they are beyond those those society placed roles mm-hmm. rather than just seeing them as a an un untouched like being like you have you you have to like dig to find them literally uh because they, it's not just that they have these roles and that they have these these uh you know classes or whatever that they're in it's that those roles define a lot of their personality and yep. their psychology to to a great extent to the point where like they sometimes you meet somebody that uh you really wish you knew how to talk to because maybe you've been able to talk to anybody else pretty naturally and cut right through pretty much well, and, but 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 like what what is i don't know it's well it's it, like it's, it's, a, it's a it's a hard thing to feel but like maybe it's it's Maybe it's not wrong. You know, maybe it's not bad. Is our society our identity, and does everybody live in the same society? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like, how much of this, how much of of the fabricated world is us? You know what I mean. And how hard is it to really get past all that? And obviously, it's really hard. Yeah, it's really hard for people to get past it with themselves, and people are stuck with themselves all the time. You know what I mean. Out of every person you should treat right, it's yourself because you are with yourself one hundred percent of the time. You know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. how much of this world is going to influence you? How much of this world is going to keep you away from doing the things you want to do or being the person you want to do? And for a lot of people, it's almost always going to do that. You know what I mean? And it's why is that its role? Why is that the role of the world or society? Well, like, is that the test? Well, that's when you start getting into like the ideas of like, is, is, is like capitalism keeping us away from being our true selves? And I would say it's the material world keeps us away from being our true selves a lot of the time and there's a mm-hmm. spiritual essence that is missing and i think soul kind of demonstrates that in a way because mm-hmm. it's almost saying that whatever you think that you were meant to do in life doesn't really matter because as long as you're living life is the part that matters mm-hmm. it's very strange and again you know we know we know people who who you know how many people do you know get their personality from a TV show? Um, me, ages 12 to 16. Right? Yeah, a lot of people I know. A lot of people like to see things on a TV and they go, I want to be that. Or they look people in the video game. Well, that's a lot of being, a, that's when you're a child. Like you, you go, you now. go, you people watch filling Iron role. Man and you come home and you pretend to be Iron Man. You're like seven. But sometimes it feels like people are filling a role. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Or it doesn't exist for them, or they wish they could. Who knows? It's a it, lot of things. It's very odd. Do they even know they're filling a role? Or maybe they're not. Maybe that really is who they are. But sometimes it's like, are you phoning it in right now and you have no idea? Are you phoning it in every day? Every day you come mm-hmm. in here and it feels like you're phoning it in. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? I mean, mm-hmm. some people are just so surface. Maybe it's not that they, w- maybe they don't want to let you in, but some people you're like, what are you thinking about? They're like, I don't think about that. And it's like, why not? What's wrong with you? Well, my question is, why don't you want to let people in? You know, well, and that people might say that's a dumb question, because obviously there's lots of people who have been hurt by letting people in. Mm-hmm. But like, why were you hurt by letting somebody in? 
Is it just their fault? You know? Your fault? Is it your fault? You screw up other people's lives? You know? Do people screw up your life only? Are you the only... Is really... Th- yeah, because there's, yeah. there's a, a billion people saying that. I doubt that that's true. Yes. That everybody else is the problem. And like... The individual is a lot of a problem. Yeah. A lot of the time. Well, the choices we make. We, like... Or the choices we don't make. Um, I, I saw a TikTok today that was uh, about the word... About words that have like a... Uh, Oh, what's it, is it a suffix? Like the last part of a word, like homicide, suicide, mm-hmm. pesticide, and then he said decide, and it's the same. It's the same suffix, and it comes from the same place. And then he went into this whole spiel about like, yeah, making a decision is you like the word side comes from like it's like a a substance or like a a way of using something that kills or that removes or that um eliminates a component of something mm-hmm. um and deciding is eliminating every other possible decision you could have made mm-hmm. uh and that's where people are scared and that's where indecision becomes like people's downfall Mm -hmm. i know that personally like that's that's what causes anxiety i feel like is the fear of decision and also the fear of indecision because you you're you're not deciding to do something but that's a decision Mm -hmm. that that was a that was a concept proven with the uh uh enlightenment no not the enlightenment um i don't know i can't remember the exact uh sect of philosophy that did that but they they came up with the idea that like we're trapped by freedom that's Mm -hmm. kind of part of the thing that you're trapped by freedom because if you 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 want to make some decisions but if you you know don't know what decision to make and you then you don't make a decision that's still a decision Mm -hmm. and people are trapped in that but but people don't really know what to do with that now. I feel like we're kind of wrapped up in a lot of things that I've said earlier in this episode. We're wrapped up in the spectacles that we watch. You know, we don't know what to make a decision on. And that's that's a decision so far away from, like, our concept of how do I decide something? Who's driving that? Mm-hmm. Back to soul, you know? what is Is it your purpose that drives that? And then that you go farther back. What's my purpose? farther back how do i find my purpose what even is purpose do we have a purpose a million questions web from that Mm -hmm. maybe somebody's having a panic attack listening to me say all this i sure as fuck am turn the jesus no (laughs) (laughs) go with god well that's what that's what the interesting thing about theologies in the sense of specifically christianity you know where you come from you know that what you were made from you know what your purpose is and you know where you're going if you fulfill that purpose all the answers are all the questions are answered right Mm. you come from the image of god brought here to do the works of god to then die and go to heaven that's it you have life if you were to really be die hard of that your life is figured out you have everything everything is answered you know what you need to do you remove that i'm not defending theology this isn't like that i'm just saying start asking a lot of questions mm-hmm. but what's right and wrong what is the right choice i mean how many people are going like, what really should I be doing? But what should I really be doing in the society in which I live? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What's the right, an- what's the right thing to do in the context of where I am at the moment? Mm-hmm. Right. 
Because there's a lot of things. If you removed yourself completely from society, what would you do instead? Right. What would you do instead if you didn't live in the confines of uh, social constructs? What would you do then? Right. You well, you don't know. know. You don't you know. You have no clue. You've never had to do that. But like, if you could get a taste of that, that's what's really scary. Yeah. We could give people a taste of what it would l- be like to not live with any social contracts because there's so many people who are like, I don't live without, I live without boundaries. It's like, no, you don't. No. You don't. But it's what if we possible. really gave you a taste of that? Right. What it would you do? Can you even really search for that in your soul? What would be the first thing you do? What would you do? A lot of people don't even know because they don't even know what they're doing right now with social constructs. There's so many. There's easily an argument that there's a generation of people who are literally just floating that don't know where they're going. And a lot of that's millennials. A lot of millennials don't know what they're doing. They don't know where they're going. They're 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 in, uh, you know, just kind of floating around, not really directionless, right? And it's very bad. It's not good to have a genera- generation of people who are directionless, right? Will that continue? Will that get worse? Will Gen Z prove to be just another version of that? I don't know. I don't know. Some part of Gen Z is very sensitive, it would seem. Um, some part of Gen Z is very apocalyptic. So I don't know. But I think the apocalyptic ones are going to be the ones who have to either choose to protect the sensitive ones because, like, maybe I guess apocalyptic people don't necessarily, they don't. They don't want the destruction of humanity. They just fear it. They're like, oh, it's coming. Like, I feel it impending. And the sensitive people are like, I don't know what to do about anything, let alone the destruction of society and civil society and humanity. And then they're like, what can I do? I need to do everything right now. Yeah. Well, the people in the apocalypse are like, don't do anything. Uh, because when it when it comes down, none of the things that you, that none, none of the things that we're trying to learn how to live in and fulfill are going to exist. Like yeah. when when that society collapses, you will start from zero and you will never in your life before this moment have had to deal with living your life without those constraints. Absolutely. Like w- if uh, like when you when you said uh what's the first thing you would do? Like can you reach down deep in your soul and find out what the first thing you would do is if all those if you were removed completely from it all. And like I was like, "Hmm, maybe I would like build a house." That is a social construct. Yeah, you immediately went to a house. It is. Yeah. What's a house? Why are you home. building a house? A home. What is that? Yeah. Is that to start a family? How interesting. Immediately a house. Yeah. And everyone has an idea of a house. Yeah. I think like, oh, I build a home. Right. It's like, you're like, you didn't go to, it's like, you're not, didn't go to anything else. Went to a right. home. I'm going to build a home. Like, oh, okay. Well, first I went to chop down a tree and then I went to climb a tree and I was like, no, what is that? And I was like, oh, I could use the tree. And that's the innovative human brain that's been programmed for hundreds of thousands of years, straight if not to millions comfort. of years. Stri- well, no, straight to structure, which is, you know, friends. You know, build a home to take a nap. Yeah. You do a lot of things in a home. Build a home to take a nap. A home nap. isn't a bad thing. Here's the, th- here's the thing. It's not about, like, those core uh constructs or it's it about what's been invading them. maybe it's like it's a, it's it's directly back to making paradise oh let's yeah. make my paradise on earth immediately straight to mm-hmm. let's make my favorite maybe most straight to let's make the best place ever right and maybe that's what it, being in the presence about maybe it's accepting that there'll never be a paradise maybe it's just like you are here right now you can't chop down the tree it's not gonna do anything and maybe it's really as simple as all the problems in society are 
are just all these complicated problems that have been, you know, stacked on top of each other in the pursuit of trying to create a paradise on top of something in the present moment that's already perfect. If you just accepted that. Or maybe being in the present is just accepting it'll never be perfect. Right. I'm saying like, but like then the present, but that's the equal. That's the, that's the level. Maybe. But you, but if you called it perfect, you would freak out and destroy it probably. Cause you're like, but this can't exist. I, Maybe what if I destroy it? Maybe you'd be enlightened. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you'd meet Jesus. Maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if I believe in enlightenment. Why not? I don't know because I don't. I think it makes sense. I I I think it's like. Maybe this is just my like, anxious brain talking, but I feel like, a lot of people would, uh, given the chance to have something like that's exactly what they want, that they would destroy it. Maybe that's just based on the evidence that I've seen on, of people wanting to com- continue to refine it when it's already just good how it is. Refining the world, refining. Now but you wouldn't be enlightened if you went to there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, wouldn't be if you wouldn't be there. I mean, I right. feel like probably a lot of people who. You'd um, have to be enlightened. Even, not with, to even do like that. with Buddha, um, I mean, there was he, they talked about how there was a lot of people around him. That were trying to get to enlightenment, and a lot of them destroyed themselves. I mean, yeah. they accidentally like some people starved themselves and died. Maybe you just got to be the one. Maybe not everyone's the one to do it. I don't know. If everyone's beautiful, nobody's beautiful. Sat under a tree and then said he was enlightened. Who knows? Who knows what happened? Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't like. Maybe you don't have to meditate for twenty years to do it. Maybe one day, you just like do some random thing. And like it all hits you at once. Like you walk through like a portal <laughs> and it all just like smacks you at once. Like you just took a hit of DMT suddenly. But like you didn't. But it's like you just did. And then suddenly like the universe is like, oh, yeah, you're ready. Like I'm going to give this to you now. Interesting. Interesting. The perfect moment. Well, thank you guys, everyone, for uh, tuning into episode 10 of the Tipton Sip podcast. Uh, we made it. We uh, yeah. I've actually already recorded episode eleven, so uh, that's exciting. That we're not just a podcast that ended after ten episodes. Yeah, we actually uh, kept going. So, um, so it looks like we're already in the ninetieth percentile of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for all the support. Thank you for all the love. Um. You know, watch out for the next one. It's coming. Bye. Thanks.